0: Uzi just dropped a song on his SoundCloud and if you guys remember anytime Uzi does that that means an album is coming and also one of these songs that he drops on SoundCloud might literally go viral so I'm just gonna react to it now to get ahead of the curve this song is called I Know by Lil Uzi Vert let's go all right
1: Sunny Digital you
0: okay I know
1: I know Oh
0: shit. Oh what the I fuck? Oh my god. That came in hard as fuck. Oh my god, that was crazy. Damn. Alright, I'll see how he's coming. Uh I obviously I love when Uzi comes on these songs with like a lot of energy. That's exactly what I want to hear. And the, beat, the way that beat came in and even like the little bit beforehand where it was just kind of like the, I don't even know what that sound is. Is It almost sounds like, to be honest, and I think this is for a reason, I think it's purposeful that he's dropping these losies on SoundCloud. It's because I think that's the only way he knows how to get hype. I mean, if you guys remember, EXO Tour Life, that's how that became the massive hit that it was. So I'm not surprised that he's doing this again because it works. Uh, and it looks like the song is good, but I got to take it back before the beat drop because I like whatever know, the know, sound was before that. Know,
1: really like- I, know,
0: who's first, I, know. I love this. I, I don't know, know what this is. Hey, 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 hey,
1: I know, hey, 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 hey,
0: Oh my god. Okay, yeah, this is this is that old school little Uzi sound right here. It's really funny how Uzi works in terms of his music because like he dropped something like fucking what is it like Vampire High School or whatever the fuck that song that he dropped a while ago that was supposed to be kind of like a rock and roll or like a pop punk kind of song with trap in it. Or like just pure pop. Do you guys remember that song? I reacted to that song. Nobody gave a fuck. I mean, that song came and went like nothing. And that's what's so wild to me about Uzi. Where like Uzi would drop like a massive studio like single and nobody will give a fuck. And then he drops something like this and people go crazy. It's almost... And I don't know. I guess he kind of does that because the label has, you know, tells him you got to drop a single. But I feel like in his heart of hearts, he understands this is how he reaches his core fan base. It's like just straight to consumer just old school just simple you know trap music and th- he's doing that very well in this this is already this might as well be it, I don't know I'm not gonna say it reminds me of exo tour life in terms of hit capability I'll keep listening but so far I'm very impressed hey, come on this flows great know straight to the
1: Oh, my God,
0: this is fucking amazing. This is really fucking good. And it gives me hope for this EP. I don't know if these are songs that are going to be on the EP that he wants to drop. What is it? Red plus white, which is supposed to be pink. I don't know if these songs are going to be on the EP or not, but I mean, I, the cover for these Lucy's, this, is the cover of that, you know, of that EP, which by the way, is an insane cover. Probably one of the best covers I've ever seen. People are already starting to use that DALI, like AI, you know, graphic design technology and it's making for some great art. And obviously it looks like Uzi doing it for this one, but I don't know if these songs are going to be in the EP. It's possible this is locally the EP. He's just dropping songs that are the EP. But I doubt it. Because I feel like for the EP, you gotta have some like big songs with big artists. There's been a lot of songs that have leaked with Uzi and Drake, Uzi and Baby Keem. Like There's been a lot of singles like that. Uh, But I don't know if this might be it. I mean, if it becomes big enough, again, like XL Tour Life, I gotta keep bringing it up. If it's as big as that, then he has to include it either in the EP or the album. But... Yeah, I'm just enjoying this song. I just wanna keep listening to it.
1: Hey. hey South made a girl on the Oh my god.
0: You wanna know what's really cool about this song? It sounds old as fuck, and in most artists' cases. You say that and then might come across as a diss like, oh, you're throwing out old shit. But in terms of Uzi, like this is really his signature sound that he tries to flip and, you know, experiment with other shit. You know what I mean? But like ultimately this kind of sound, which has inspired so many artists up until now, this is the kind of sound that people love from him. And this is the kind of sound that he's fucking just God to here. At, you know what I mean like it's him and, and Playboy Cardi but even Playboy Cardi has been straining more into more experimental the the more experimental side of things whereas Uzi I feel like out of the main artist that came out in that 2016 SoundCloud era Uzi I feel like still is able to drop a song like this and it sounds just like it did in
1: 2016 I am never cause I never reach my goal okay oh, one thing that I know, okay no like. that. I know.
0: oh my I know. god I know
1: I know, I know, hey, okay. I know, I know, I know, hey. I, know. Okay. Want, I know, 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 I know,
0: I don't know if this would be probably the biggest song of 2017 or 2016 or 2015 around that era. So I guess that means... I don't know if it might be too dated for now. I mean, his fans are going to love it. But I don't know if it necessarily has a massive hit quality. But you never know. I mean, again, Uzi does this because he knows a song can go viral through SoundCloud. And he can capitalize off of it by making an official single. You know, he doesn't drop this on SoundCloud because he's afraid of like copyright. You know what I mean? Like He's not using crazy samples. So he could easily drop this on DSPs, but... He chooses to do it this way to gain some hype. And so far, it's working. Because this is a great song. And I know he dropped another one before this. I haven't listened to that one. But this one so far, at this point, yeah, this is really good.
1: Look straight the head,
0: I know straight to the Hey, I was going. Yeah, I was going. Yeah, I
1: was yeah. This is like nostalgic almost.
0: Oh shit, okay, hold on Anytime Lil Uzi Vert gets to that high pitch Like, that's what made Axel Tour Life as big as it was It's just that really high pitch, like, singing kind of Like, melodic rapping kind of borderline singing And whenever he gets into that pitch He's unbeatable and he's doing that right now And, you know what I mean? Like, I just gotta hear how he goes through with this Because this is fire Hey. I
1: they not, uh, oh I shit I I I could feel the
0: this is a vibe
1: yeah. okay I know
0: what you really like i love that that refrain is almost it's awesome i know what you really like i mean that literally sounds straight out of little woozy versus the world like i wouldn't be surprised well i would be surprised if that song was from all the way back then But I can totally hear just Uzi trying to make that type of sound. And it's interesting because with artists, this is going to lead into a larger topic of like when artists like move on from the South, that got them famous in the first place. How do you juggle that? How do you deal with that? Like I know, for example, The Weeknd is probably the biggest example. I was just listening to House of Balloons and that's why he comes to mind. But. You know, House of Balloons is very alternative, you know, experimental R&B sound. And you see what he's doing now with like the poppiest pop music in the world. Also the best pop music, in my opinion. But just that transformation is crazy. And, you know, a lot of fans are like, oh, bring the old Weekend style back. You know what I mean? Bring the old alternative R&B back. But the Weekend is just like, I moved on from that. I'm moving on to bigger and better things. And that has to be like a catch 22 for artists where like, artists get famous for making a certain type of music but then obviously they grow because they're human beings and they may not want to make that music anymore and if their fans that they originally accrued for making their first type of music don't fuck with the new music then it becomes a problem and a lot of the time like you know it's some artists just rebel against the idea of like going back to the old music i used to make fuck that i'd rather die than go back to my old shit because i've evolved but then you have someone like Lil Uzi where like, I guess he's he easy. We're like, yes, guys, I'm going to drop on SoundCloud songs that are in the style of the music that I used to make that got me my fans in the first place. And I feel like that could be, a, a you know, that could be a, a strategy. Like that could be a balance of like one for me, one for you. Like I'll do my, you know, I, I got Demons, Demon High School, Demon High, I think is the name of that song. But also on SoundCloud, I'll drop a song that I know you guys would like. It's like, you could do both, I think. And I think Uzi embodies that perfectly. I know. I know.
1: I know. 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 I know.
0: Hey. This is definitely that old school. Bro, for sure, this is that old school Uzi sound, and I'm glad that he dropped it. I mean, he's smart. He's dropping this type of song because he knows his fans will love it, and then in turn, this will drive hype. You know, he's smart. He knows what the fuck he's doing. I know. I know. Okay, that was that was just pure, pure bliss, pure enjoyment. I really enjoyed that. I'm glad he did that. I don't know if I hope his whole album or EP is like this. Well, maybe the EP. I don't know if the whole album is going to be like this, but or I don't know if I wish that his whole album was like that. I would hope he experiments more, but just as something to hold over the fans, it's cool. And I just have to say, I don't want to get into conspiracy theory plays right here. You know what I mean? I don't want to turn into freaking Alex Jones over here, but is it interesting that he hasn't dropped the mu- he hasn't dropped music for a very long time and now he's dropping songs on SoundCloud specifically on SoundCloud. I think that's pertinent to the fact that maybe cuz I know if you got I know we all know I feel like everybody that's a fan of Uzi knows that incident that happened with Britney Gr- uh, not Britney Griner. <laughs> She's locked up in Russia. You know, Uzi's ex in Saint John and that was that whole thing. I don't even want to get into it, but There was that whole thing, and I'm pretty sure he got like probation for that. And probably something said in that probation where he couldn't make or he couldn't drop music until he completed a lot of it. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if the reason he's dropping on SoundCloud is because that's the loophole. But that's neither here nor there. That was just enjoyable, enjoyable. That was just fun. I liked it. It was nostalgic for me. I was around during that 2016 Uzi era. He was the king of the world back then. So I love, uh, I, I enjoyed this song a lot. Uh, hopefully, there's at least a couple of songs on uh, pink tape like this. I wouldn't be mad if all of the, p- p- uh, what is it, Red and White EP is like this. Um, and hopefully, that doesn't take so long. Like, when he announced th- that EP, I would think, like, that was way closer than it actually has been. I mean, I would think, I don't know, when did he announce it? Was it, I think it was last week. And I thought it was going to drop it last week. I thought it was going to be like, oh, surprise. That would be wild if he's building anticipation for an EP for the one before the album. Because then that would mean the album might come out fucking next year. Who knows? Uzi, you just drop whatever music you're making quickly, please. And on DSPs, I would appreciate it because I don't really be using SoundCloud like that. You know what I mean? That's right. Okay. 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 One, two, three, four.
1: 1 a.m. and the
0: night just keeps on calling. Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, hey, on
0: hey, time until
1: nothing
0: tomorrow morning hey, 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 what is it called? Special. Um, S- uh, Lizzo's second studio album. Oh shit, it's fourth. <laughs> second that I know. I'm pretty sure the last one was the one that broke her out into fame. This is the the, the, the second one now in the spotlight. Uh, released July 15th. It originally titled In Case of what I Told You, which I understand because that's the line before the special line. Um, and this is the long-awaited project that serves as the follow- follow-up to her 2019 third album, Cause I Love You. Um, yes, that's it. There's a lot more information about this album that I could read from Genius, but that's enough of what you need to know. You know who Lizzo is. You've seen the antics. But one thing that surprised me with this album, I guess you don't know, I'm reviewing Lizzo's album. I didn't even introduce that at all. I just played a song from Lizzo's album. I'm, I'll am be reviewing Lizzo's album, okay? If you want to stick around and, and read that, you know what I mean? And hear my thoughts on it. Sure, stick around. If you only came for the reaction to Lil Uzi, that's fine too. So yeah, Lizzo just dropped a new album, and you know one thing about Lizzo. In the three years that since she's dropped her last album, there's been so much controversy with her that you almost forget that she's very talented. But then, and also like, if you heard the song that she put out with Cardi B, you would also think like, ah, is Lizzo really that good an artist? Because that song was kind of, eh, it was kind of annoying. But man. Then you get to About That Time, which is obviously, at this point, it is safe to say it's the best pop song of the year. It might be the song of the summer, except, you know, Drake has Massive and a couple others and Bad Bunny, you know, he made an an outstanding summer album. So I don't know if that's fair to say or compare it to all of them, but About That Time is definitely my favorite summer song of the year so far is one that even when I don't want to listen to it and it gets played on the radio a lot, I still have to be like, fuck, I got to stop what I'm doing and listen to this. It's that good. And I'm on like my hundredth listen because they play, that song on the al- they play that song on the radio like 50 times a day and every single time I have to listen to the whole thing. And that's where I'm like, wow, she's really good. And so obviously I had to check out her album and I just got to say the album's really, really good. It might be great. I'm not exactly sure. I think there's so many songs that I didn't really love. But there's some, some songs in here, like the one I just played, Everyone, Everybody's Gay. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that shit just makes you want to dance. Like, when I first heard that song, I was just like, wow, this is the best disco song I've heard in a long time. But the Weeknd, Move Over. Lizzo made a great disco song. But that's not even the, my, my favorite song of mine. You know, uh, obviously... About in time, I talked about it. To be loved is such a throwback '80s. Like the chorus is the most '80s chorus I've heard so, in so long. Again, probably since any of the Weekend songs. This shit is so '80s, and I loved it for it. I love you, bitch. Showcases Lizzo's just vocal ability. She's just fucking. I love. Like I'm not even gonna try. I don't even know why the fuck I attempted to sing like her. She went crazy on the vocals. And that's what made me realize, like, why don't people talk about Lizzo being one of the best singers that we have around right now? I feel like more people need to talk about that. And then obviously special, the title, the the album title track, that one, obviously the production of it is more like a hip hop production kind of thing. That one's great. And there's other ones that I didn't like just like as much, like I felt like there's songs on this that were meant to be played at certain places. It's almost like a focus grouped. Is that the word? Group focus? Whatever the fuck you, you know what I'm talking about. We're like 10 people got in a room. We're like, okay, what's the perfect song to play at a birthday party? Birthday girl. Great. And then it doesn't seem like there's any real heart behind it, but I mean, something like naked, you know what I mean? Or if you love me, was she just pouring her soul and being vulnerable? That's the kind of Lizzo that I wish she would just stick to instead of trying to make songs for every possible scenario in the world. I know that's how pop stars work, but regardless, you know, I just enjoyed it. And obviously I think it's just really cool. Even if I didn't completely love Coldplay, the last song on this album, I still think it's cool that it was produced by Chris Keys and Quell Chris. Quell Chris, it's an underground rapper. So that's just cool that that happened. That's really, really cool to me. And yeah, so just, I, I think this is a really good Pop album. It might be my favorite pop album of the year. I'm trying to think other pop albums. I guess the Weeknd's pop. Yeah, that one's still better. I think it had higher highs. I think, or many more highs. But yeah, those are my thoughts on this Lizzo album. Special, reminding everybody that she is indeed special. Let's go.
1: Let's fucking go. Let's go, Rowdy. Fun love with my name is sixteen. Hey. I got sentences, I had big dreams. I had big schemes with the team. Never scared about it. My dog, and they talking. Why I about it? If I went to war, would it cost me? If I had eighty racks sitting on a table, turn my back. Would you? I just want to know to my dog. You're going to rather not. If I had to drop on of the apps, you going to not.
0: That's right. Rowdy Rebel has released an album. It is called Rowdy versus Rebel. That's another one of the main albums that came out this weekend, and you best believe, I also really liked it. I think it's about the same as much as I enjoyed the Lizzo album. Obviously, two completely two completely different types of albums, but I just enjoyed how hype it was. You know, the thing with this album that I found really cool is the idea that it's two. You know, it's two uh, discs, disc one and disc two. I like disc one way better than disc two. There were still some really good songs in this too, but I'll just talk about the things that I didn't like about this album. The masterpiece song with French Montana, I just didn't like the chorus of it at all. Um, then I the song New York felt very much like again the same way that a song a lot of the songs on the Lizzo album were like focus group music. New York felt like that to me. It, it probably was a little bit more heartfelt because they are ref, you know it's a it's an it's a love song to New York. And I like the idea that it's three completely different types of artists coming together and making a song about New York. So Jada Kiss representing the old school New York, a boogie representing the more melodic side of the new school, and Roddy Rebel, the more like street rapper side of, you know what I mean, of uh, just pure bars and energy side of New York. Um, in theory, the song was good, but I guess I just didn't like the beat, and I didn't like how... A Boogie's court is fine. And the way Jada Kiss was rapping was cool that he was able to find that pocket, but I just didn't love it. Uh, like they once in Mary to the streets and gains his testimony. There was a good run right here in that part of the second disc where I was just like, oh man, am I going to completely hate the second disc? Especially that song with Dreezy, like the poppy, mommy, cocky rhyme scheme was not <laughs> it for me at all. But, you know, then it bounced back with Pain, which is a song I just played. That's probably, you know, in terms of, it reminded me of like a Meek Mill song where it's like, just like a fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to describe it, but you know what, when I say a Meek Mill type of beat, the beat was definitely reminiscent of a beat that Meek Mill would rap on. And I liked that he was just kind of rapping instead of just, you know, that energy shit and flow switching that he does a lot. I enjoyed that. Habibi was pretty good. Um, and I'm just sticking to the first disc for the second disc. Because the first disc is what I really liked. Shining, I think, was a cool posse cut. I didn't love it, but I, I liked it. It was fine. And I liked the, the idea of it being the penultimate track. It could also serve as the last track. And then Rowdy versus Rebel being, like, the celebratory bonus track. Which, again, I love that. Just the concept of, you know, the two sides of this. Like, it's just cool when, like, like street rappers do like concepts for songs, you know, it's refreshing, but that's the second disc. When you were talking about the first disc, I mean, the way this shit goes, this shit bangs. And I think it's on purpose. I think the first disc is supposed to be like harder than the second disc. And I like when Roddy Rebel goes hard because he's very good at that. I mean, Pop My Shit is a great opening. Wu Nina, amazing like song. And one that I kind of warmed up to over like a couple of days. It took me a couple of days. It took me hearing it, not caring about it and coming back to it a couple of days later and be like, wait, this song was fucking fire. And then really loving it now. Understand me. I love the chorus in that. And then obviously I think that the, you know, production wise, the song would take Keith hot shit. That was fucking awesome. Like take Keith has gotten so fucking good at making beats. Especially thinking back of like a lot of his beats were similar back in, you know, 2017, the Black Boy JB era. And now he's just like a fully formed product, you know, producer who's making one of the some of the best trap beats in the world at this point. And ultimately, I just got to highlight Fuck The Ops because that's just a fun song that you know is going to play at concerts and you know people are going to play out loud and sing aloud. Middle finger up to the ops. Like, that's just fun. You know what I mean? To say Fuck The Ops. I don't even have ops and that just sounds fun to do. So uh, overall, I really enjoyed this album as well. The second disc is definitely not as good as the first, but there were still some gems in there that made me really like this album. Um, And now the last project that I'll talk about is not even an album. It's a project.
1: Let's
0: go. I stopped it by accident.
1: Let's go. I'm still getting used to the DJ app that I'm using.
0: Let's go. Come on, Joey Batters, DJ Premier.
1: I my thoughts on imagine imaginary
0: canvas. Hey. I take no loss. I can't get these niggas'
1: chances. Hey. I put my all in each and every single stanza. Yeah. I do it for the love. They just do it for the camera. I don't need no fame hey, or no glamour. I just need some money in the bank and my hammers. House in the hammers. Miami. A palace for my legacy. I can't forget my family. First I get that,
0: first I get that. All right. And now I want to talk about Real quickly. DJ Premier's EP, Hip Hop 50, Volume 1. It's Volume 1 because Mass Appeal is doing this with different producers or different like key figures in hip hop where like, they're giving them their own like EP to highlight the 50 years of hip hop. And obviously, it's only right that you start with DJ Premier. Five songs in the EP with Joy Badass, Rhapsody and Remy Ma, Nas, Run of Jewels, and Lil Wayne and Slick Rick. I don't have much to say. This is going to be a quick just... guys. Hip-hop is great, isn't it? <laughs> That's all I got to say about this. Hip-hop is awesome. You know, starting with Joy Badass, this is a great way to set him up for his album coming up this Friday. Um, I love that. This is a great opening track. The beat on that is insane with the electric guitar on that. And then you move on to Remy Rap, which is probably either my... F- it's like in my top of the songs. They're like my top songs and my bottom songs. Only five songs. You know, and they're not very you know, far from each other in terms of quality, but the songs that I prefer, preferred, I wasn't sure I was going to love this beat because... Or this song, because I didn't love the beat, but then Remy Ma fucking destroyed it. And Rhapsody found a weird pocket that I sometimes enjoyed, sometimes didn't, but regardless, she was rapping her ass off. So I really enjoyed that one. The beat with Nas, the song with Nas, it's just, the beat was great. The beat breaks, the beat breaks concept of the song was great. I didn't necessarily you know, love the, like, Nas. Nas is just so, like, specifically old-school hip-hop, you know, it's that thing that people can make fun of, was like, hip-hop, hip-hop, like, he's that, you know, to the nth degree, and sometimes I don't, you know, I don't personally, in, like, enjoy it, but I can't deny it's great, and it has to be in an EP about hip-hop, and he's 50 years of rap, then Run The Jewels actually surprised me, I didn't love this song completely, I liked it in theory, but then I heard it, and she's like, okay, it's fine. But I'm surprised that somebody like Run The Jewels will be in a hip-hop 50. I guess, you know, DJ Premier wanted to show all sides of hip-hop, and Run The Jewels are a big part of it, you know. Although they don't necessarily get talked about in terms of rappers, you know, because they make, like, such specific music with LP producing, but I love that. Well, I didn't love that track. It was a good track. None of these tracks are bad, but I think this is either this one or the first track are my favorite. The root of it all, the root of all, obviously evil, Uh featuring Lil Wayne and Slick Riggs. Slick Riggs sounding like nobody has sounded since the '80s, I presume. Like he sounds so fucking good. It honestly like was a fre- like a breath of fresh air in terms of rap right now. The like that really smooth kind of rapping, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm talking about. Whatever that style is, whatever that tonation is sorely missed on hip hop. I don't think anybody's really doing that. And Lil Wayne just went nuclear as, he's, as he has been on every single feature that he's done for like three years now. Like even like a couple of weeks ago when the, when the Chris Brown album came out. Like his feature on that was unnecessarily good. Like in terms of that kind of R&B song, like Lil Wayne just went fucking crazy for no reason. That's been his M.O. the whole time. But yeah, I just wanted to mention this EP Just a great little EP that if you love hip-hop, you should check out.